Sadie's story. Sadie has the most amazing smile. She also has an amazing story. When she was born, Sadie weighed less than a bag of apples. She couldn't breathe without a machine. She needed feeding through a plastic tube. Both Sadie and her twin brother had to fight to survive. Sadie had another tool in her survival kit, that amazing smile. It took her to places her legs wouldn't take her. Even though she struggled to walk, she could always smile her way into people's hearts. Our family fell in love with her during the years she lived with us, and still burst with pride whenever we'd think about her skipping down the hill to school with her new adoptive family. We wish Sadie could meet Jacob, who appears in the first book of the Bible. He was another twin with a complicated family story who ended up walking differently through the world too. Jacob, the tale of the brother who learned to walk differently through the world. In the middle of the river, in the middle of the night, in the middle of nowhere, a man found himself standing up to his middle in cold, murky water. Slimy riverweed stuck to his wet clothes. Swampy underwater creatures brushed past his bare legs. Large, ugly flies hovered around his ears, buzzing in excitement at their unexpected visitor. But something much worse was bothering the man. Perhaps you know what it's like to be in such terrible trouble there is nobody left to talk to but yourself. Well, that was how this man in the middle of this Middle Eastern river was feeling. Jacob, you idiot! he shouted at himself, as his eyes darted from one riverbank to the other and back again. You've gone and done it this time. You can't go left. You can't go right. What are you going to do now? To his left was darkness, and Jacob knew that somewhere in that darkness was someone he never, ever, ever wanted to see ever, ever again. You can't risk going that way, Jacob said to himself again. You'll end up back at your stinky Uncle Laban's farm, working day and night for next to nothing like before. That's if he doesn't kill you first. Jacob had never met anyone quite as stinky as stinky Uncle Laban. For a start, he stank of smelly sheep and hadn't had a bath for as long as anyone could remember. He was also stinking rich and, like many stinking rich people, refused to pay anyone their proper wages. And on top of that, he caused such a stink at Jacob's wedding that he made Jacob's life a misery for 14 long years. I mean, what sort of person sneakily swaps the bride for her sister so you marry the wrong girl? Jacob turned and looked at the opposite bank. There was darkness that way too. And somewhere in it was everything he had just stolen from Uncle Laban and sent across the river ahead of him. This included... 2,739 sheep and goats, 423 cows and bulls, 56 grown-up camels, 12 baby camels, 35 donkeys, three ridiculously expensive family heirlooms, 60 company staff, plus 12 children, and one more on the way. But what's the use of being rich if you can't enjoy it? The man waist-deep in the river moaned out loud to himself, wishing he was brave enough to join them on the opposite bank. 
You can't risk going that way either, Jacob. There's an army on its way to capture you, dead or alive. Preferably dead. If Jacob wasn't already freezing from standing in cold water in the middle of the night, he might have felt his body shudder. If he'd had hairs on his strangely smooth arms, they would have stood up on end. If his hands weren't already dripping wet, he would have felt his palms begin to sweat. But Jacob didn't need reminding of just how scared he was. He had spent years hiding from the army that was out to get him, knowing that the moment he crossed the river, he would be signing his own death certificate. You see... Long before Jacob had run away with stinky Uncle Laban's family fortunes, he had run away with someone else's family fortunes. That someone else happened to be Esau, and Esau happened to be his twin brother. The twin brother who had his own army. The twin brother who never missed a target. The twin brother who liked to hunt his victims down, skin them, boil them in a pan and eat them for supper. Jacob had been born on the wrong side of Esau. They came into the world fighting, grew up fighting, and fought as their father lay dying. They would have carried on fighting too if Jacob hadn't sneakily taken everything that belonged to Esau, and if Esau hadn't threatened to take revenge, hunt him down with his army, and kill him.